Hello, dear friend, and welcome to the Business of Personal Brand Photography. My name is Paula Brennan. I'm your host here, and I love inspiring you about all the cool things about personal brand photography. But today I wanted to take it a little bit sideways, a little bit different. We're not going to talk necessarily about the business side of things because I wanted to share with you a little story that happened to me uh, last week. (laughs) And this is something I'm sure that you'll all understand. And it's not a big story, but it's one that, uh, yeah, was a bit of a, a frazzle for me at the time. I had made a Zoom appointment with somebody who I really admired, right? So I've been following this woman for a while and this appointment took me a couple of weeks to get. So I had to wait like three weeks to get the appointment into her diary. And it was really important for me to make a really good impression. Okay. I felt like I had a lot riding on this meeting with her and I wanted to present a really good front and I wanted to make sure that I was sort of putting my best face forward. So I had the Zoom switched on, you know, like when you connect half an hour before so I can make sure everything things working. I had got all the lighting right. I put on my makeup really nicely. I felt really super organized and everything was ready to go as far as I could be. And then I knew that I had a bunch of calls coming after her call. So then I decided to run downstairs and have a quick bite of lunch to eat. Now, in full transparency right now I'm doing light and easy and the light and easy comes with all these lovely little sachets right so has these little sachets of sauces that you sort of squeeze on things and all of that depending on how much you're allowed to eat on any given week but if you've done it before if you've eaten out of packets you know what I'm talking about so I got this it was like a roll okay it was like a beef roll thing that um, had a beetroot relish on it right So I squeezed that beetroot relish on and I was there and I'm in my nice white linen shirt with my nice white linen pants for my nice Zoom call. (laughs) And I'm feeling all good about myself. I've got, like I said, I'm feeling all pretty and all the things to meet this lady. And so I sit down to eat my beef roll with my beetroot relish. And sure enough, what happens? The beetroot relish goes everywhere, literally like schmozzles all across me. But I didn't necessarily realize that it happened until three minutes before my call was due to start, right? So I was kind of like cutting it fine here now, having my lunch and everything on my phone and doing all the things. And, you know, on my last mouthful, down like literally that last strip of the sandwich, it just goes all down my front. And not just in a way that I could like use my hair to kind of hide it or anything like that. It went everywhere. Okay. So I was a, I was a hot mess. And so... I'd also been away the weekend before. So this was on the Monday. I've been away the weekend before. So I hadn't had a chance to like, you know, get all my ironing done or do my washing. A lot of my washing was still on the line wet, you know, all the things. And so I'm running around the house like a headless chook, as you can imagine, trying to find something to to get changed into. And I'm madly getting changed and I'm like doing up the buttons and then I did up the buttons and then one of the buttons was done up wrong. So like, you know, when you like you do up your buttons when you're not looking and one's got a big gaping hole. So I've got a big gaping hole where she could see. So I had to re-unbutton, do all the things. And I knew I needed to have some water as well. So I had to run downstairs, grab my water, grab my phone, come back upstairs, da-da-da. And then I got on the thing and literally as I sat in the chair, took one deep breath, then she comes live or lets me in on the, lets me in the screen and up we come and the conversation goes on. Conversation went great, by the way. The connection was fantastic, very fruitful. But the thing is, is that 
things like this happen all the time. And worse again, things like this happen to you on photo shoots, right? How many times have you had a moment on a shoot where your heart just drops out? I can remember back in the early days when I was shooting weddings, I was shooting film. This is like back in like 2000, okay? So it's very in the olden days. And the bride was walking up the aisle with her dad and the film literally ran out and started spinning out just as she stepped onto the aisle. So I completely, you know, the time that it takes to like, you know, put in a new film and stuff like that, I completely missed her walking down the aisle. <laughs> we have turned up to places to shoot where once there was a beach and suddenly the beach has disappeared because the weather three weeks ago took the beach away, but we didn't know that that had happened. I have turned up to photo shoots and I've had cards, you know, when you put the card in the camera and the card um, suddenly isn't working and it, it starts flashing and it says it's not working anymore. How many times have you put a battery into your camera only to realize that it's not charged or you, you thought it was charged and it hasn't charged fully and next thing you're sort of like grappling. Things like this go wrong all the time on photo shoots. F-ups will happen, right? <laughs> but it's all about how you handle it that makes it the difference, right? So you can, you can get yourself all overwhelmed. You can bring the client in on the chaos. You can say, keep making excuses and making apologies. Like, you know, I'm so sorry that this has happened wrong and da, 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 da. Or you can just take control and you can be the professional and you can navigate your way out of it. Let me tell you, a couple of months ago, we had a woman fly in from Sydney to have a photo shoot with me. It's an hour and a half flight. It's a massive expense. And she came in the night before the photo shoot and she was flying out the night after the photo shoot. So she just had that window. And of course, it was like the one day where there was that horrible, crappy, 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 crappy rain. And all of her photo shoot was supposed to be outside in streets, doing shots out in shops and doing all sorts of travel sort of stuff. And I couldn't produce that photo shoot for her. So on the way to the photo shoot, I booked a studio to take her into. I Well, I did that before, actually. I did that on the morning of. On the way to the photo shoot, I was ringing uh, major hotels and working partnerships to be able to get her into different hotel lobbies that we could photograph in, which I never would have thought I could get in, but I played the poor me, it's raining card and got in. <laughs> But when we rocked up to the job, I confidently could tell her and say, hey, it's okay. We're going to go to this photo studio that we've booked and it's going to give you this. And then we're going to take you to this hotel. And she goes, what? You got access? And I said, yes, we've been able to get access to this hotel. And so from her perspective, she was not put out at all. She was taken care of and she had no idea of the frenetic activity that had gone on for that whole morning trying to make all of these bit parts work. Now, if you're a wedding photographer, you know exactly what I'm talking about here because weddings, you cannot avoid things like weather. You just have to re-navigate and things will happen like that. But I have worked with photographers in my training and in my past where they took their stresses out on the clients where they allowed whatever was happening, whether it be a technical thing that happened, whether it be a location issue, whether it be something that's going on in their personal life. And they allowed that to kind of derail their energy on the photo shoot and the client can get wrapped in and they can get sucked into that. And so what I want you to make sure that you do is no matter what goes wrong on the photo shoot day is that you try to find a way to quickly resolve without necessarily needing to stress your client out about it. 
in the instance of that bride walking down the aisle with her father, do you want to know what I did? I told her afterwards. As soon as everybody, all the thing had happened and everything like that, I turned around to her and I said, hey, look, I've missed you walking down the aisle. The film ran out. Can I get you and your dad to just quickly walk down the aisle again and we'll make that shot happen for you? She said, yep, sure, no problem. Now, had I not taken care of it in that time frame, in that on the day, that would have played back on me. I know that that would have stressed me out for the next two or three weeks until I shared the photos with her and it would have been a massive disappointment for her to find out afterwards, right? So by me taking control of it and just being cool and taking a breath and figuring out what is the best possible solution to this issue right now, it allowed me to make the right professional choices and it allowed me to like alleviate a whole world of pain. I can't tell you how many times on a photo shoot I turn around to people and I go, oops, that one was out of focus. Let's do it again. Or oops, I had the camera on the complete wrong settings. We need to do that again. Like that's totally fine. What I want to drum into you here is that you're not perfect, okay? Things are going to go wrong. But it's really about how you handle it and how you turn the situation around and how you can confidently make decisions in order to make the best choices for your client. That is what's going to change the scenario and what's going to make it for the better. Okay. Now, I can't tell you at the same time too how many times things work out for the better when we do this. So let me tell you another story. So I had a client that flew in from... Western Australia, which is like going from LA to New York in terms of the flight distance, right? So if you don't know Australian geography, it's like a five hour flight, I think it is. But not only that, she lived in that state, she lived in the far, like in the in the country, right? So she had to drive a couple of hours to get to a local airport. Then she had to fly like a little small little flight to get her to the major airport. And then she had to fly to come over to see me to get the photo shoot done. And then she actually had to drive a couple of hours to get to where I am. It was a big thing for her to come and do this photo shoot. And she had gorgeous red hair. Do you know the type of gorgeous, like light your hair up natural color that you just want to put backlight through, right? And so a lot of the photos that we were using as inspiration and a lot of her color boards and stuff really lent into that whole late afternoon backlit sun, that kind of vibe. Now, the thing was the day of the photo shoot was the most flattest overcast day that I had photographed where I live in a long, 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 long time, right? And so I ended up having one little shard of sunlight on the shoot day, on the main shoot day. And I pulled over the car in the afternoon. I said, there's sunlight. It's hitting that grass right now. We're going to get out. So we got out on the side of the road. I'm sure that Melina, the makeup artist, and Jordan, my videographer, thought I was crazy, as did my client. But I got her down into this grass and took these beautifully black lit photos where her hair was lit up just the way I wanted to. And I turned around and I showed one here in the photo, in the back of the camera. I never normally do that, but I decided to do that for her so that she understood the method to my madness and went along with it. But as that happened and as I started driving to the next location, I actually decided in my head I said you know what this isn't working I'm not going to get the exact shots that I want for her and so I'm willing to what am I willing to do to change this around for her so that I can get what I want and so midway through the photo shoot I just pitched an idea to her and I said honestly look 
I'm not getting the exact lighting conditions that I want right now. I would love to be able to do a better photo shoot for you. And I know that we've only got tomorrow. So I'm willing to wake up before sunrise and meet you and pick you up if that's okay and take you out for a photo shoot because I can see that the weather is changing and tomorrow I'm going to be able to, in the morning at sunrise, I'm going to be able to get the style of shots that I want for you. And I know that the coloring and everything is going to be where I want it to be. And she looked at me and she was just so thankful. She was like, what? You're willing to do that for me? And I said, yeah, of course I am. I'm willing to do that. Now, I was lucky that I had the time in my schedule and that, it, you know, I knew that the photo shoot would be effectively over by 6.30. So it wasn't going to be a huge deal. But what that meant for her and what it meant for me as a creative, being able to pr produce that for her and being able to make the decision in the moment and to be able to navigate and to just definitively and confidently say that to her in a way that said, I'm the professional and this is my professional opinion and this is what I want to do with you and would do for you and here's why it made the entire difference to the way that that was delivered. Now, rather than freaking out and getting all you know, paranoid about the weather and giving out about it and wishing that it wasn't what it, what it was, I found a way to problem solve and a way to make it better for her, okay? So what I want you to think about going forward is this is not your experience. This is the experience of the client. And how can you press pause on all of that internal craziness that might be going on for you, just like it was with my beetroot or the bride going down the aisle or the, the lack of light and all those kind of things? What way can you find a way to ground yourself and center yourself? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes simply going to the toilet for me is a get out of jail free card. If I feel like the energy or something needs a shift or if I need a little kick up my own butt, I'll just take myself out of the situation in order to be able to come back and enter with a new energy. And it's not always easy to hold energy, especially if you're on a full day shoot. Okay. If you're tired by the afternoon, you need to just jig up yourself in order to jig up the client. You need to find a way to be able to get away or to center yourself or do whatever you need to do in order to be able to switch it around and change it for the change energy for the client. Okay. So I'm not suggesting that, you know, you can always like walk away mid shoot or anything like that, but just clock for yourself and understand your own personality type. And if you have a tendency to get overwhelmed, make sure that you take that away from the client. If you have the tendency to feel a little bit stressed, if things aren't going your way, make sure you find a way to cover that up for the client. If you're going through an emotional time in your life, maybe you're going through a, a separation with a partner or there's something going on with kids at home or something like that, you need to find a way to separate that from your experiences with your clients. Because if you don't, you're going to find that it's going to impact severely the way that they experience the photo shoot with you, but also too, it's going to impact your business going forward because they're not going to recommend you. If they don't feel like they're having a really congruent and fun experience and it's not all centered on them, then they're definitely, they're not going to be able to recommend you to other people. This sometimes comes at a cost. Like I had a severe crash on the way to a wedding once. Okay. A very severe crash. I rode off my car, still had to turn up to the wedding. But I also had to turn off my phone that day because I couldn't risk people calling me during the day during the wedding. So I had to and, and I couldn't risk myself allowing to get into that space or getting distracted. So sometimes it's just as simple as making sure that your phone is on do not disturb 
so that you don't bring that outside world into your client's photo shoots. Now, I'm not suggesting that you do that all of the time, but if you know that there's something stressful maybe happening in the outside world and you can switch off from it, can I recommend that you maybe consider doing this? Because it really is a once in a lifetime opportunity for your clients to sit in front of your camera. A lot of my clients, their personal brand photo shoots are as important to them, if not more sometimes, than their wedding day was. They put as much effort and consideration and preparation into it as, you know, as a wedding or maybe it's like, you know, they celebrate it like the wedding that they didn't have or something like that. So you've really got to make sure that your full attention, your full heart and your full soul is in the room with that person, no matter what's gone on before, no matter what's happened during and no matter what happens, like inconsequentially, you know, just after, your client doesn't need to know about that, okay? So I hope that this episode has helped you to be able to take some time to be able to troubleshoot when you're on your photo shoots or not bring in the dramas of the outside into the photo shoots. Because after all, we're not really talking life or death here and just taking a couple of minutes to compose yourself or refocus and pull yourself in and take some time to think about the solutions. Maybe that's all you need so that it doesn't become a big explosive drama for you and for your client. I'll see you next week. Yeah.